Hey guys, welcome to episode number seven of Viber Podcast. My name is Odnakachi Mwongo, and my friends love to call me the Muse. Okay, due to everything that's been going on in the world, you know, coronavirus pandemic, terrorist attacks, rape, and whatnot, I think this is the right time to talk to you about a four-letter word. You know, more than ever, I feel we need to be reminded of the importance of this word. And it's just a four-letter word. I'm sure you guessed love, right? (laughs) Okay, that's important too, but that's not what I'm going to be talking to you about today. I want to preach to you the message of hope. Yeah. So this episode is captioned, hope. Yeah, just hope. Okay? (laughs) I want to remind you that even though your steps are already getting heavier with each passing day and the road darker, there is definitely something brilliant and sparkling at the end of the road. You may not be able to see it now, but that doesn't invalidate its presence, alright? It is there, and it is your job to remind your heart of its presence when it begins to hurt. So, for this episode, I have compiled four heartwarming poems from four amazing writers, okay, that I respect so much. I will be keeping you basic information about them before reading their work. Because, you know, it helps to know a few thoughts about the artist whose work you're consuming. It helps you appreciate, you know, the artwork better. Okay. So, guys, welcome. Number one on my list today, Maya Angelou. Yeah, I love Maya so much. So, right after Maya, second is uh, Jericho Brown. He's someone I respect so much as well. Number three is Lucille Clifton. And lastly, but definitely not the least, okay, is Emily Dixon. Oh, I like to travel way back in time. (laughs) So I did that using Emily Dixon, whom, by the way, is totally mind-blowing, okay? So we are going to start off with the very first on the list that I presented to you okay and I'd like you to know that I presented that list in no particular order right okay so let's talk about Maya Angelou to begin with I want to say that Maya is my favorite on the list but hey that's not why she's first or maybe it is (laughs) but who cares everyone on that list is totally totally amazing and we're going to you know to be having fun listening to their work and reminding our hearts of the importance of hope so here is a a bit about a bit of information about maya angelou okay maya angelou was born on the 4th of april 1928 and she died on the 28th of May, 
God bless her soul. She was an American poet and civil rights activist, amongst other things. She published seven autobiographies. Can you beat that? Can you beat it? Three books of aces, several books of poetry, and she's credited with a list of plays, movies, and television shows spanning over 50 years. What? She received a lot of awards, more than 50 honorary degrees, you know, and so much she accomplished. Uh, she was best known for her series of seven autobiographies, which focus on her childhood and early adult experiences. You know, the first is called I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, which was published in 1969. I totally love that book. I love how poetic it sounds. I've read it. I actually read it recently. I've had it all along, but I got about reading it recently and I couldn't put it down. It's a beautiful book. Okay. Um, Maya actually represents a lot of things to me. For me, when I when I think of the name Maya Angelou, I think of hope. She's really very brilliant and I love what she stands for and all she was able to achieve when she was living. So here is a poem that I put out to read to you today. It's titled Still I Rise. This has to be one of my should I say one? Yes, be my all-time favorite of Maya. You know, Maya's words. I love it. It's a beautiful write-up. So here it is. Titled, Still I Rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may throw me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns, with the certainty of tides, just like her springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes? Shudders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries. Does my heartiness offend you? Don't you take it off for hard? Because <laughs> I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the hearts of history's shame, I rise. Out from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling like bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise into a daybreak that's wondrously clear. I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise. I rise. I rise. Wow! That's a very beautiful poem. Like, you know, it's quite a marathon for me reading it. I love it. Just like I loved it the first time I read it. 
Okay, from Maya Angelou, we are moving over to Jericho Brown. Jericho is a vibe, guys. Jericho Brown was born on the 14th of April. Come on, you should have waited. Oh, you should have come earlier. Like, say, 14th of February, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> he was born 14th of April, 1976. He's uh, an American poet and writer. Born and raised in Louisiana. He has worked as an educator at institutions like University of Houston, San Diego State University, uh, Emory University as well. His poems have been published in The Nation, New England Review, The New Republic, Oxford American, The New Yorker, amongst others. Okay, He released his first book of prose and poetry titled Please in 2008. His second book, The New Testament, was released in 2014. Uh, his 2019 collection of poems, The Tradition, actually, I would like to read this anthology. I can't wait to download it and get my hands on it. Uh, the Tradition was, of course, published in 2019 and it garnered widespread critical acclaim. Jericho Brown, guys, I have put out one of his poems that I am going to read to you. It's a poem that I've read before over and over again and each time it has this you know this subtle allure this beautiful there's this thing about it it's a beautiful poem and it is titled yes try guessing <laughs> psalm 150 here we go some folks fool themselves into believing but I know what I know once at the height of hopeless torching. My man and I hold our breaths, certain we can stop time or maybe. Eliminated from our lives which are shorter since we learn to make love for each other rather than doing it to each other. As for praise and worship, I prefer the latter. Only memory makes us kneel, silent and still, hear me? Thunder scares, lightning lets us see. Then, heads covered, we wait for rain. Dear Lord, let me watch for his arrival and hang my head and shake it like a man who's lost and lived. Something keeps trying, but I am not killed yet. Mm. This is the end of it, and each time he gets this response from me, like it's so deep, there's something about it which kind of reminds me of uh, one of the poems of a lady I'm about to introduce to you now, going by the name of Lucille Clifton. The poem I am going to read uh, you know, from her reminds me of Jericho Brown's Psalm 150. Beautiful work, beautiful work. So, Lucille Clifton was born June 27th, 1936. She died February 13th, 2010. May her soul rest in peace. She was an American poet, writer, and educator from Buffalo, New York. From 1976 to 1985, she was poet uh, laureate of Maryland. Clifton was a finalist twice for the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. Do you know how impressive you have to be to become a poet laureate or even get nominated for a Pulitzer Prize? 
whoa, she's an amazing woman. And today I want to read a poem that I've read not less than 10 times. It's a beautiful work of art completely beautiful and after I read it you're going to understand why it sort of reminds me of Jericho Brown's Psalm 150 so guys listen as I read to you won't you celebrate with me by Lucille Clifton won't you celebrate with me what I have shaped into a kind of life I had no model, born in Babylon, both non-white and woman. What did I see to be except myself? I made it up here on this bridge between starshine and clay, my one hand holding tight, my other hand. Come, celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me and has failed. Wow, beautiful work. You see, the ending kind of, you know, sounds like Jericho Brown's Psalm 150. I love the hope that they give. I love the fact that they sort of make you want to hold on to life. They make you want to fight more, kick against all odds, you know, keep walking even though your feet are failing, keep moving even though your eyes are scared, keep talking even though you're asked to keep silent. I just love it. It's a beautiful work of art, really. So kudos to Lucille Clifton, and we are gradually heading to the last sport I am going to tell you about today. Of course, you remember her from the list I gave. No other than Emily Dixon. Emily Dixon was born on the 10th of December, 1830. I almost said 19. Man, she's not from her climb. 1830, such a long time ago. And she died on the 15th of May, 1886. She was an American poet. And, uh, you know, evidence suggests that Emily Dixon actually lived her life, most of her life, actually, in isolation. Currently, I'm staring at uh, a daguerreotype of her, a portrait of her taken at Mount... Holyoke, Mount Holyoke in uh, Massachusetts. And it is reported that this portrait was taken probably December, in December 1846 or early 1847. No one can say for certain. Okay. But do you know the interesting part? This is the only authenticated portrait of Emily Dixon after her childhood. And this information is coming from Wikipedia. Wow. That speaks volumes about her, you know, about her life in isolation, her recluse lifestyle, if I must say. But I love her. I love her works. And I'm going to read to you a poem that I like reading a lot. Something she wrote. And she titled it, Hope is the thing with feathers hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all and sweetest in the gale is heard and so must be the storm that could abash the little bird 
that kept us so many warm, that kept so many warm, rather. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity, it asked a crumb of me. That's the end of it, guys. Written by Emily Dixon, titled, Hope is the Thing with Feathers. It's been a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time with you. I hope you enjoyed the poems I wrote, uh, you know, I read to you. I, I gave you four poems from four astonishing people, you know. Some of them dead, some of them still living. But the beautiful thing about art is that it doesn't die. The artists may die, but they still live on in the memory, you know, of us, the readers. Uh, they, they keep living and keep breathing. They come alive each time we read a word, each time we look at their words. It's time. We take time to appreciate what they've produced. And it's been a beautiful moment. This is where I drop the curtain. Or should I say drop the mic? <laughs> I've spent much time, more time actually, than I'm used to spending with you. And I love it. I hope you had a great time because I did. Till another episode, I remain Odnaka Chikwongo. My friends will always call me the muse. Stay vibed up, guys. Bye for now.